we're talking about magic, magic in the world and what that means. I mean, we, we can define magic in a lot of ways. And, and Dean Foster, um, you're, you're just staring ahead straight Ooh. into space. <laughs> Do you believe in magic? Oh, no. Ding. Yes, what? Yeah, if we say another bar of that, we're going to have to pay, huh? Okay. Licensing. Yeah, there's licensing is really upset about this. Ding. So. You even had the lyrics that time. And they may have been right, which is scary. So um, It's magic, man. It's yeah, magic. It's the magic man. It's magic. So is this, is this a cultural issue? Is there a cultural piece to it? I don't know. This? Is there a cultural piece to it? And why should we be thinking about it? Because we are Oops, Oops Your, your culture, culture Showing. And I'm Dean Foster, and you're Tom Peterson. And this is Did you forget my about. name? Thank you. That's why I asked. <laughs> this is always a magical moment, you know, when we get together to do these podcasts also. And magical in what way? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I mean, like, why do you say it's magical? Because it's... Well, because Are I, we doing something... That, this takes us to the definition of magic and magical. It does. Are we doing something that is, what, irrational? Um, wow, we killed the fun already. I can't believe it. That's I, maybe a record. Why? It's maybe the fastest that you've killed the fun in, in the discussion. And <laughs> Just suck the fun right out of it. Just take it right out of there. It's gone. It's gone. Anybody <laughs> tuning in for uh, for fun, forget it. We're, we're done. Fun? <laughs> no. No fun. Enter the. Take your fun and leave. But different cultures have different views on magic. Do they? And what one culture might seem say is magical, another culture might have a very rational scientific explanation for it. Yeah, name one. Well, Western cultures <laughs> it's often... It's my job. That's what I do here. ...often default to a scientific explanation. If you can't define it or explain it scientifically, mm -hmm. then therefore, sometimes, some other people would say it is magical or superstitious or spiritual or whatever, but there's no rational reason for it. Magic is one of those... One of those pieces to to that non scientific side of understanding things. Okay, is it is it purely entertainment? I mean, I think magic. You know, magic shows, magicians, um, card tricks, charlatans, all of that right. has a certain tradition. Uh, but magic is also very serious business and a very serious part of a lot of cultures. Now, in this case, right now, we're not talking Harry Potter magic. We're talking, uh, at least I don't think we are. Maybe we are. But but we're talking a um, the actual belief of things being done and and being created or or fixed or adjusted or anything along those lines that are done through a way that isn't isn't understandable to the average person. Understandable uh, rationally. Yeah. Right. No. Scientifically or with a scientific right. basis. Well, they may be scientifically, and there may be a rational explanation to it, but. It certainly can't be part of the scenario. You know, from if it's going to be magic. from an anthropological perspective, to just share this, magical thinking is all about thinking in a way where you're putting cause and effect together unscientifically. Mm -hmm. So you know, you see the combination of certain ingredients in a cauldron, mm -hmm. and if you believe that this is going to turn average metal into gold you throw the metal in there with all these ingredients and you say some magic spells mm -hmm. and it 
and it and and if you believe hard enough, I guess it does turn to gold, right? If you take out whatever the result is and call it gold, if we it, call it gold and label it, it gold is, and right. treat it as gold, it's gold, right? And and this kind of magical thinking is a way that a lot of people get through the day, you okay. know, and they. And at the end of the day, they believe whatever it is they want to believe, even though it's provably false. That's magic. Mm-hmm. And and evidence is not required. And uh, I think a lot of cultures selectively choose to interpret the, the, their experience of reality that way. And we all do to, to some degree, more or less. Right. Okay. So, but... In the in the cultural uh, world, the world of cultures, do what roles might this play as we go along? I mean, historically, we know that magic has been looked at as being um, as being potentially the the religion of the time. I remember my grandmother used to believe in the Kanahara, which was this this Eastern European Jewish thing, which was like the the evil eye, mm. and that somebody cast the baby got sick because somebody cast an evil eye on that baby mm-hmm. because okay. they had some reason to do so right so a curse of some kind right right and so you had to do something to counteract the kanahara right okay you spit three yeah. times on the ground and the evil eye will be protected now did you have to spit through your fingers or anything like that i know that's one thing that's done in some areas now i don't know if she ever did that okay yeah i don't okay. remember I Did you ever remember. see her spit? Oh yeah. For this? Oh yeah, she would do that and she would speak very seriously about this. Okay. And yeah. I know and and there are versions of this, you know, in so many cultures. In Latin culture, mm-hmm. there is a, a form of a casting of an evil eye. Okay. In many Mediterranean cultures there are, certainly in the Levantine cultures and in the Arab world, not so much in the in in modern Arab because because that's been dominated by Islam, but but be even even pre-Islamic traditions go include this idea of the of, of an evil eye that needs to be cast out mm-hmm okay well it then then this whole concept of magic then permeates these beliefs the belief system right if especially if the culture is an old one I mean yeah. the older a culture the more pre-scientific the base of a culture the more these kinds of issues will definitely be part of daily tradition whether people even believe it in or not it's the tradition you know people walk around with um, with amulets yeah. and they may not even know that they're amulets i mean they may not even know that they come out of these tr- pre-scientific traditions of magical thinking but um the northern north african uh hand um, it's a five-fingered hand mm-hmm. and you've seen people wearing that around their necks mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that's been become part of the uh, Jewish tradition of North Africans, North African mm-hmm. Jews. But it, it, it comes out of an ancient magical way of thinking and a magical way of protecting oneself from evil curses. And a lot of like good luck charms. And what is a good lines. luck charm but a magical right. way of thinking? Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and people might carry those for a variety of reasons. I mean, and they can do it. They they might have a good luck penny or or, a, or some other coin. And what was the poor unfortunate rabbit? Where did that come from? A the rabbit's, rabbit's foot. foot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, Torrent, how are you? Oh, hello. We <laughs> 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 met. Here's Dean. Here's Tom. And we didn't. Oh, no, Torrent's with you, us. Yes. Are you going to forgive us? Are you going to forgive us? You're over there in the corner. We didn't even see you. We're and just now, ignoring you. Oh. <laughs> I don't have a blanket on me today, thankfully. That's good. You know, you, we could, you were healthy the last episode, so um, yeah. 
we expected you to be healthy again. And in fact, I'm, I'm hoping you do have a good luck charm on you so that you can uh, now stay perfectly healthy. And for, is, yes, there so, is, is there some performance <laughs> we can do? What kind of magical penance can we do to redeem ourselves from the almost irredeemable oversight of not having introduced you when we so selfishly introduced ourselves. Yeah, wow, that that was long and and boring most of the time. I felt like like that was penance enough, right? I think it was. Moving on. Just getting through that. (laughs) How about a Quidditch match? I would would enjoy that. That would be fantastic. Now, isn't the idea of penance a form of magic? Well, it could be. You know, the the whole concept. There is this fine line uh, between religious belief Mm -hmm. and and uh, superstitious belief and belief in these things that cannot be scientifically or evidentially proven. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, And so certain religions say that if you go through this kind of ceremony, then this will be the result. And it will prove to be either beneficial or not. Right. right? Um, However, hmm. we we look back at... Is that magic? Well, it's... there's a magical element to it, I think, because if we look back at cultures... An element of magical thinking, right. Right. If if we look back to cultures historically, and especially ones going back, let's say ancient Rome or uh, ancient Egypt, um, any anything in those times, the Mayans, civilizations, and so forth, and we look at things that they did, we look at them uh, worshiping multiple gods, gods that took part in trees and rocks or whatever it happened to be, um, and in ceremonies that were, and sometimes you know, bloody ceremonies that some did, and we look at those and we say, well, well sacrifices this was... is a great is a form of penance, right? So That's there's right. often blood associated with sacrifice, and we can look at it from a distance, from a time distance, and say, well, the, yeah, it was sort of magic at that time. They were just, you know, it was. But in the time period, well, it's easier for us to say that if we don't have this, if we don't, we don't have that if belief. we no longer share that that right. that belief. I'm, you know, what I'm saying is, in the time period, they're they're not looking at it like that. I no, mean, maybe someone them. is, but most of them aren't. Right? Am I wrong? That's right. And if it's validated by authority, yeah, which is what authority does, because authority needs religion to to get on with its agenda. Mm-hmm. So if it's validated by authority, it's really hard for an individual to step back and say, this is not so. Right. What you're saying is nonsense, there's no proof for this, is a way to end up being the human sacrifice. That that's point. right. That's <laughs> a, if you start to call it out as fiction, yeah. you're in big trouble. Right. Right. And, and so in many ways that we might look at as being magical, I mean, in the medical world, when we, when we look at medicine... Um, I mean, certainly we can use the term. What doctors sometimes do is is pure magic, and but in reality, it's not. It well, is... if we use the term, sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt. But you did, did you mean to interrupt right then? Of course, I meant to. Interrupt. Of course, you did. <laughs> but I'm still sorry about it. <laughs> oh, well, in, thank you. In in, Com- in one of the ways that we talked about. Right there. Sorry, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. It, so, so I meant to interrupt, even though I said I didn't. Right. And I'm and sorry really about sorry. it, even though I'm not. No, you're not. But moving on from that. Yes, moving on. What was I going to say? I have no clue <laughs> what you were going to say. It's We're talking medical magic. And, oh, well, yeah, when yeah, somebody does back. something that's amazing, 
Yes. We often use the word magical. We do. You know, um, because it's so unpredictable and we can't fathom it because we're not the scientist or the priest who did Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Okay. So that's the province of these people with special skills and talents. Mm-hmm. So we we call it magical. Well, so I don't know if it's the, the problem with used, them. Um, it's a problem of us, the way we're treating them. A, we should not treat any of them as being magical. They're skilled. They're skilled at what they do. Well, then the pickpocket who magically distracts you, or the magician who distracts you from the fact that he's picking your pocket mm-hmm. is kind of a is skilled, skilled magician. Right? Absolutely he is. And it's the... That is more, and there are mag- magicians out there who get very upset when you, um, when you, when other magicians try to pass it off as being complete magic, not, not, uh, not the idea of distraction and things along those lines, trickery. It, 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 yeah, trickery, which it, is what it is. Isn't there a law that says that if you learn, if a magician tells you the magic, the trick? That you could be arrested for that. It's in the Constitution. Is it? It's in the I'm Bill sure. of Rights. I'm sure it is. That if you are told something by uh-huh. a magician, well, <laughs> if you're told the secret and you tell the secret, yeah, done. Yeah, that's Finished. it. Done. Wow, that's harsh. Finished. Yeah, yeah. Well, stay away from Las Vegas. Then. I think twi- like every third person's a magician in Las Vegas. I'm pretty sure. It's the 28th. Is it the 20? Can you look that up, Torrin? The, the, the 28th. Yeah, no, I, I just did. It's the 28th. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. And and circling back to the, I also wanted to know about the the source of the rabbit's foot. Is there a way we can find that out? Yeah, um, I can, I'm curious about that too. I will. Is there a magical machine that might help you learn? Is there uh, a magical machine? See, uh, now there, there's, there, there we go. Let's think about it. The there's, internet. If you were born in in 1919, okay, today is it's 2019. Right it's now. just two years before me. So if you were born, <laughs> you have no idea how accurate that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you were born in 1919, and and you somehow we're in a coma or something and then we woke you up and you were then told you were 100 years old which would be very depressing at that point but and and then you woke up and suddenly here's the internet here's wireless isn't that going to come off to you as magic i mean yes, of course. Un- until well, you, know, you it, learn why it isn't it, it it's the old trope parlor game where if you could take one thing with you and go back 200 years to your predecessors Mm. what would that one thing from today be Mm -hmm. and wouldn't that look magical absolutely if if, whatever it was right what what would you what would you do what would you bring back with you if you could Uh, that's a really good question get a time machine in order to get into a time machine and go back 200 years i would bring my computer back with me your laptop yes because it doesn't need to be connected to the internet. That would be something I couldn't bring with me. But I can bring the computer and and hope that I could figure out a way to charge it occasionally. Yeah, I, was, I wouldn't bring the computer because there's no internet and there's no electricity. Yeah, but the internet doesn't make the computer. The computer can do amazing things without the internet. And to someone 200 years ago, they would be blown away by But there's by the no electricity. Well, you got to sparingly use your battery. Maybe a solar charger. I bring that with me so I could... Because whatever you bring that's electronic, you're going to run out of electricity. That's 200 years ago, you're saying? So we're back in the 1800s, the early 1800s. 
yeah, there's other than Ben Franklin running around with a key and a and a, and a uh, kite, we've got no electricity at that point. I, I I would I think I would bring a band aid. Okay. Or in case you cut yourself along the way, <laughs> which is smart, but. I'm not so yeah. sure I'm amazed. It's yeah. the early 1800s. The, they they bandaged people. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, you know, the edges of the time machine. Velcro would be interesting. Velcro would be interesting, right? Yeah. yeah. Or a little um, antibiotic cream. Yeah, but would they understand the antibiotic cream? Sure, because that, back then everybody was was dying from little well, thorn it, it, cuts it, it, and it, things. That's a, just a long-term magic trick. But yeah, you're right. You you put it on someone and then they heal up. They'd think, oh, this is a magic potion, right? The term magic potion. Right, magic potion. Someone comes up with something, whether it was from leaves or whatever. Torin, but, what, would, what would you take back with you? I'm sorry, I'm just looking up rabbit. He's, on, he's, on, he's, he's over there in his own world. He doesn't have, a, he he's doesn't in a have that magic machine. No, no. no he's, <laughs> he's really looking it up. His magic machine is not quote, working unquote, right now because it's someday it not so magical. I'm immersed in this because it's, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. They, From what I'm seeing, and this is, you know, it's Wikipedia, so. We're on the, we're on the rabbit's foot now? Yeah, go yeah. ahead with a grain of salt here. But um, mm. it appears to have... It says may have originated from a system of folk magic known as hoodoo, which came out of West Africa. Yeah, um, right. And the mm-hmm. belief was that the rabbit's foot. Um, so, rabbit is an animal into which shape shifting witches could transform themselves. Oh, so okay. So, hence from that, it was believed if you took off a piece, that it could be good luck and you would wear it around your neck. Well, and, and the. The basis of cannibalism in many cannibalistic tribes around the world is to eat something of the body of the person that you capture, right? And then you you're you're bringing that quality or that aspect of that person or strength in, strength into you, mm-hmm. right? So um, oftentimes, if you were served up as dinner <laughs> in these cultures, it was an honor. Sure. I'm not sure where I could go with all of that. I'm I'm going to get in trouble. I'm pretty sure. Um, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dean. What was your question before? Now that I looked that up, <laughs> my, que- my question was: the If you world of what 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 would you take from today if you were magically transported back in the time machine, which is also magical, right? Yes. Um, mm. To your predecessors and could bring something from today to show them. Oh, that's a good question. I mean, the smartphone jumps to mind. I don't know if you've already mentioned that, um, but that, I mean, that's the difficulty crazy. would be you don't have you don't have the the internet and you don't have the electricity use. and you don't. And again, I I mentioned a laptop computer because it it's got its own memory, so it has stuff you can work with. That's but you true. also have to have a way to recharge it, or you can only do that for a short period of time. Right. Yeah, Dean that's men- true. Dean mentioned an antibiotic cream, so that you would have like a magic potion. Mm. That's pretty good. Yeah. And tacos. Tacos is good. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they didn't have tacos 200 years ago. <laughs> no, no. They my, didn't have Taco Bell, I'm, so there you I'm go. Taking you it, I'm taking it back to my predecessors. Okay. Now, of course, if I were Latino and I were going back 200 years you know, in, in Mexico, yeah, yeah, they had tacos. They had They'd bring a bagel back. Better tacos. But all my (laughs) predecessors had were pierogies and bagels. There you go. (laughs) They didn't know about tacos. (laughs) If they knew about tacos, they never would have invented gefilte fish. There you go. We don't need this. (laughs) Which is a whole podcast in in itself, (laughs) gefilte fish. But 
I also want to know, Tord, real just uh, yes, real quick. If you're looking things up in the magical machine that you have there, um, <laughs> wh- where does the source of the shamrock come from? The lucky, you know, the what is uh, it? The, the lucky charms. The luck, well, lucky charms. Lucky uh, charms. And, and it's because it's been transmuted in America into all these from these uh, Irish, now, Irish symbols, but yes. mainly Irish and Celtic is where they, their source. While listening to this, you may think. Hey, you know, I wonder, well, if you have a question like that and want to ask us, there's a couple of ways you can do it. One would be through email, which is oopscultureshow at gmail.com. That's O-O-P-S, cultureshow at gmail.com. And then there's also our handle on Twitter, which is oopscultureshow. That's O-O-P-S, cultureshow. I know, I know, it's not original, but, but it works, Okay. Torin, have you have you come up with anything on uh, Shamrock's force? The, the Celtic symbols. I, I have. Okay, yes, what do you got? The, from the uh, from the authority of FineGardening.com. Ah, so, I I go. always go by them. I never start the day without a, looking at their stuff. A so. true magician. <laughs> yes. Oh. This, is, this is not an advertisement for FineGardening.com. Okay. You're not being paid by them. Unless they're going to pay us, <laughs> but okay. So, yeah, exactly. Then it'll happily be an ad for them. I actually looked up Knock on Wood, too, and so I'll get to both of those. Um, so what they say is, according to legend, the shamrock was a sacred plant to the Druids of Ireland because its leaves formed a, tri- a triad, and three was a mystical number of in course. the Celtic region. Of course, three, is, mi- three is mystical uh, right. everywhere. Yeah, three, the three is, whenever you tell a joke, you always tell one thing, the second thing, and the third thing is your bang. That's your punchline. And you know where the, th- the, the source of the magic of three comes from? No, I don't. It's the source of patriarchy. Okay. M- you're not going to give me any more than that? That's it? <laughs> We're done? It, it's the physical a- it's aspect of a male that distinguishes them from a female. Ah, you're talking about the, uh, the, the fleur, boys. The fleur de lis. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, I suppose there, there's a whole lot of themes in, in and the around father, the son, that. and the Holy Ghost. Well, I know, but that's that's down the road a ways. The 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 trilogy or up the, the three, thigh a ways. The triad goes back. Neptune carried a triad. Well, it, it just gets repeated. Called every, Absolutely. Every oh, there's nothing new. It's every all of this stuff gets stolen from other stories that were told in the past. Just we don't remember them, or we didn't never heard them in the first place. So the Dru- so the druids had the had the same. Worship of the of three, and therefore, if you had a three leaf clover, it was common, but a four leaf was uncommon. How but did that... the three, so is the. Excuse my ignorance on all of this, but is the shamrock? And I, I have an Irish background, but but it means nothing. Um, the three, the shamrock, and the four, the four leaf clover. Is that correct? I, I I believe so. Okay, well, we'll go with that for now until you tell us differently. So the the four leaf clover then is just four leaf clover, and it's so it's considered good luck. Did you know? Did you find out why? No, I don't know. Okay, great. Thanks for your help. <laughs> we didn't Thanks. ask him that. Why the hell is he here? Do we have any idea? Did, why even assume that he would want to go there? <laughs> did not provide that. <laughs> how about knocking? On, how about knocking on wood, which I'm about to do here in a minute with my head. Yeah, Talk. I did look that up. Um, you know, this is what I think about a lot because it comes out of my mouth quite a bit, yeah, and the mouths of those around me quite a bit. And, I don't know. If we um, want to talk about what comes out of your mouth quite a bit. It's... Well, well, we'll leave we'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, 
And yet, you know, why do we why do we say this, right? Yeah. Um, according again, this is according to Wikipedia, so you know, grain of salt. But um, mm-hmm. you know, what they say is obviously this is something we say in the U.S. quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. It also is said in Britain. It's said in Australia. It's said in New Zealand. Oh, so there's an Anglo-Saxon Anglo-Saxon group. So we're gonna yeah, yeah we're gonna take it out yes. of the U.K. area there. That Anglo-Saxon or Celtic, perhaps. So, perhaps. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So according to this article, the origin of the custom may be, they say maybe, so obviously there's some uncertainty, but maybe in German folklore where supernatural beings were thought to live in trees and can be invoked for Mm -hmm. protection. Mm -hmm. So you got to knock on the wood and get them to come out and help you. Wake up. It's sort of like like warding off the evil eye. Sure, that makes perfect sense. Asking for protection then. Yeah. Well, if you believe... If you believe that there are uh, spirits in the in the wood, in the, in, tree. In the wood, mm-hmm. with a tree or whatever, then you say, "Wake up! I need your help." I guess mm-hmm. is what it is. Right. Okay, and right. and that's going yeah. back a ways into into German lore then for yeah. for those types of things. There's something interesting, yeah. you know. I think we can connect to this really uh, very profoundly. If you walk up to a tree mm-hmm. and knock on the tree. Mm-hmm. In that experience, you do. There is something very human about calling out a spirit from inside the tree. Okay. Have you been doing this recently? I do this all the time. Do you? I think it's time to call someone, right? As yeah. soon as possible. I'll get on this. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I've got him trapped in here right now. So See, you that's, get a, that's the perfect response by people who don't believe. Absolutely, it is. <laughs> the non-believers. Then and you're insane. The authority will try to. Lock or you're you a up. witch, and we drown you. Oh, it, it, but if, if as we keep talking about this, I'm realizing that the the idea of magic, um, I mean, the appeal of it is huge. Because for it's the it's the I believe it's the foundation of all these religions that we can look at much less controversially the ones that have already kind of gone away like yeah because you, can, you can't start to say these things about the things well, that we people can however they believe because then you're asking people to we may get to, to spend their actual uh, belief system yeah. yeah and that's a very uncomfortable place very to be. uncomfortable and it's always been there regardless as far as we know in every kind of culture in every kind of group of people of any size there's been some form of this right that that they have people have gone to. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Magical Wait, thinking. Wait, hold on. This is the thing, Torin. Get a pencil out and write this down. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'll note it. Magical okay. thinking is magical thinking is magical thinking. Whether it's applied That's to brilliant. religion or to superstition or to right or, or to turning you know a piece of wood into gold. But here's the thing. <laughs> oh no, it's another thing. <laughs> oh, thing I gotta make two. another note. Okay. Thing two. Yes. Anybody can believe because because it, it's all about faith. It's about faith and what you choose to believe, right, and right. that cannot right. be challenged. If you right. say I believe there are fairies in the bottom of the garden, mm-hmm. if you believe that, okay, I can't challenge that. That's I, right. I can say I have no evidence to that. Yes, and I, I, I do say, not believe and, that. And I can say scientifically that they that they don't that be, it live in the bottom of the garden. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I can choose not to believe in it. Mm-hmm. But if you choose to believe in it, even in the face of scientific evidence that they don't exist there, I can't challenge them. Mm-hmm. All right. Therefore, is it a superstition that the fairies live on the bottom of the garden? Or is it a religion? But that you're believing that the fairies live on the bottom of the garden. The only way it becomes a religion is when authority steps in mm. and says, yes, there are fairies at the bottom of the garden. Mm. 
And then... And here's the structure the, we're they, working And then you in. got 100 people or 1,000 people or a million people saying their affair is at the bottom the of the garden. theologians would probably, um, they may debate that. I don't know. But I would say that, that they, yes, I mean, that's the essence of who they and are. If you, and so. if you look at human history, you know, you can't you begin to catalog the amount of fiction that mm-hmm. has been authorized as fact by authority. You know, so you had Roman gods, you had Greek gods, you had Hittite gods, you mm-hmm. had Ju- Ju- Judeo gods, you had uh, you had Egyptian gods, you had you had Chinese the Mayan gods, gods, you had the Aztec gods. The list gods. goes on you, and on. You, you, and, all, forever. and everybody in that group uh-huh. believed it and believed it as fact because the authorities That's right. made it very dangerous for you to choose not to. Well, we also knew things like the sun was was eaten by a large monster right. each evening and then it was reborn again in the morning and and that was a fact that was That's that was what was going on and there it was yeah. every it, you know it happened to be over those hills and, right and, over there and it's time. and it's rising on the back of a turtle or exactly or we're on we're on the back of a turtle or who knows and i believe the turtle thing by the way i think the earth is a flat plane on the back of a turtle well, I, you know, I, I have not seen anything to dispute that. I've only seen two-dimensional pictures of the planet. So in, there you go. In, in fact, here's the thing. Between, <laughs> between thing three. With three. <laughs> between you and me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is the turtle. It, it's the turtle. I knew it's it. The turtle. I knew it. <laughs> Which is why... Hey, have you seen a, have you seen a three-dimensional picture of the of the Earth? It's one of... No. no nor have I. No. No. Right. So if you, so if you pose a situation where we don't have the scientific knowledge or equipment to actually prove or right. supply the evidence, right. then you can default to belief. You you absolutely can. I mean, other than the fact that the the bottom of the ship disappears before the mast do, which is absolutely not what would happen under those circumstances, <laughs> but other than that, we have no proof whatsoever of, right. of it being anything but a flat flat earth. The um I'm, I'm sure I've offended someone out there with my anti-flat earth opinion, but there you go. Deal with it. I'm going to go back to Harry Potter here for a minute because Harry Potter was a phenomenon. The whole the whole concept, the books, well, the movies, magic, everything. Magic in medieval England mm-hmm. was a very powerful force. I mean, it, it was a very powerful force, but but it's but it's a powerful force today. I mean, mm-hmm. to this day, from the beginning of the first release of the first book. Well, it became yes, but it's it's fabulous. It's fa- but Fab- and that's what I'm saying. And the word fabulous itself, yeah, it implies magical. Does it? Well, to be a, a fabulous is, is is somebody who tells stories that have no basis. To be the word sort of like te- our podcast. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> The word itself. We should have called it fabulous. Something that's fabulous, <laughs> even used in our vernacular. Uh-huh. You know, it's fabulous. It's uh-huh. like beyond belief. It's yes. beyond knowledge, but it's also beyond belief. Yeah. It's and yet it's I want fabulous, to believe it because oh, it's kind of fun and interesting. Well, it's to liberating it. to try to 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 think that that there may be another way of seeing things that makes the world a nicer place to live in. Right. It, and so, so where I was going before, once again, I was so rudely interrupted. Who did that? I Who don't know, but they you? really have to stop. Um, <laughs> the the idea of the, the Harry Potter thing, what I'm going with is that in so many cultures, this thing has been turned into so many languages around the globe, and it is it is incredibly appealing throughout the planet, really. 
um, most of the planet is familiar with this whole idea. So that it, it appears that it is a cross-cultural um, appeal toward magic. And I mean, and they, and they refer to it as magic. That's in, in the book, um, J.K. Rowling refers to this as magic. And so we see it that way. And so it's, it's it, which is brilliant on her part. Um, because everyone can deal with that under those concepts. We can deal with it on whatever level we want to like that. But we have, I think, as cultures and throughout history and continuing today. I mean, people believe that certain animals will, will bring them benefits. People believe that, um, is it magic to uh, feng shui? Is, is that magic? Yeah, is it magic? I mean, if we have no scientific evidence... right. Um, or if we're lacking in scientific uh, scientific evidence and believe that in the future we will not have any to prove it, mm-hmm. then at this point in time, if you believe it, it's magic. And then that's a very strong cultural influence right there in that type of thing. Absolutely. We've talked about that in, in past podcasts about um, where things are placed. If you go into a Chinese restaurant or you go into a Korean restaurant or a Japanese restaurant, you will see things placed in different ways. And for different reasons, but there are they have a belief system to them. I know the kind of food that I'm going to get if I walk into a Chinese restaurant just by looking at the placement of the objects. Mm-hmm. You know whether it's going to be Sichuanese or whether it's going to be uh, Hunanese or Cantonese. Uh, Cantonese is from the south of China, where feng shui plays a large role mm-hmm. in life. And okay. so what you've got is lots of Hong Kong restaurants in the south of China. You know, so in, so you'll see this kind of food there. Well, if there's a water element up front like mm-hmm. a tank of mm-hmm. fish right. you, know, now, you know you can order the fish you can choose your fish and they'll take it out of a tank but the water is a feng shui element which is bringing good luck into the restaurant and there'll be a mirrored wall in the back because that reflects the bad forces out of the restaurant mm-hmm. so if i walk past the restaurant and i see a mirrored wall in the back and and fish tanks up front i know i know the kind of food i'm gonna get right yeah that's an element of feng shui yes. absolutely Right, and it's in, in, but you can recognize it because you recognize the culture that's dictating that portion of the feng shui, and and that is, and, and you can recognize that within the scope of things. It's I'm, I'm saying, okay, see, you're that's a rational approach to it, as opposed to the belief system that there is going to be a, a drawing of good luck or a, a bouncing out of bad things that might happen to you. Um, no, that, that that's superstitious, right? That, you know, well, l- lucky. It, and maybe unlucky. it is, but 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 I I am a strong believer of the idea of, as you know, of the of the idea of energy, and and that's something we can prove. Energy is there, and it has no beginning and no end, and which reflects an awful lot of things that have come up in religions throughout the history of of humans. But beyond that, in that energy, we don't we don't really know much. We don't know exactly how energy behaves in many different ways. Can can a human, through different sources and through using materials or water or mirrors or rocks or stones or plants or or other other creatures or whatever, can you impact the energy and in fact have these results? Maybe. That's I mean, that's as much as I think we can say about it. I think I don't care who it is. And and the fact that we can't say more may be due to the fact that there isn't any more to say. So therefore, Maybe. therefore, it's just belief. It's not scientifically. It may evidence. just be belief. Or but it again, may be that we don't have enough science yet to show it. And do the cultures show us then that if a, if the if you have 
the strong enough belief, then in fact there is a direct impact by these types of and, things. Well, that's kind of like the placebo effect, you know, that that if right, you truly which may or may not so, be a real effect, although which, it, which becomes a scientific fact, right? <laughs> so if right. a person is given a sugar pill instead of given penicillin or whatever else it is, although I don't think I'd go there with penicillin; it's a little dangerous. But if it's they're given something in instead of uh, what we would normally consider pharmaceuticals and and they still come up with the result that is there which happens i mean doctors scientists that's why they call it the placebo you, effect it's the placebo effect but the the another person can take the sugar pill and not be impacted at all by it it will not it will not positively or negatively impact them because it turns out it's the sugar pill. and the believer will say that's Although because the sugar they, probably is bad for you but that's uh, another and the story. believer will say that's because they didn't believe hard enough you didn't right that's right. And the non-believer will say, no, that's because it really didn't have any scientific effect. And no effect. And who's right? Depending on your culture, right? Depending on your culture and whether you want to believe that, that that's the case. Now, wouldn't you want to believe, and this goes to, I, I think, or I was going to say I believe, but I think uh, that, the, that it's like Harry Potter. Harry Potter, the nice thing about that was it gave, it gave solutions it's almost like the the um, and I was a big time superhero comic fan when I was a kid. I I, I bought them all the time. Well, Superman, the Batman, su- Aquaman, the, the whole Flash. superhero thing is all Superheroes. about magical powers. Right. 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 So this is and this is is this within cultures? Yes. It's it's again throughout the world. This is part. I mean, of if you be- if you believe in that. Mm-hmm. Um, that you want to believe that, in that. Superman, you know, could see through. Well, this is part of its appeal because people want solutions, and they that's want, that's where I think this is taking us. And therefore, that need can be manipulated by power elites mm-hmm. who claim to be the authorities and the holders of the keys, and and you know the whole notion of trying to establish what is sane and not sane mm-hmm. is really about what is allowable by the authorities and what is not. Yes. Right. Who has the power to be able to say that? They're the ones who dictate it, or they're protecting themselves from what they perceive as a threat. That's right. And to that's their how authority. they can use that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, well, that's interesting. That's an interesting one. I I the Wizard of Oz, works. I think, was a marvelous metaphor for that. But when, when Dorothy pulls the curtain back, yes, and she sees oh, yes. the, what the authority was, was really about... Pay no attention to the man, man behind, behind the, curtain. the curtain. There is, yes. Pay no attention to the man behind the iconostasis. Pay no attention to right. the man behind the, the bima. Pay no attention to the man behind, yes. Whatever it happens to be along those same. lines. Absolutely. Fill it, in the blank. Yeah, it's, it's a, that's, that's very, but the Wizard of Oz story, by the way, is, is, is quite a deep story if you really, really look into it. Um, not to get off onto that, but um, but there's a lot of, uh, symbolism, uh, significant symbolism in that in that story. A remarkable amount, and um, there's a very very profound connection between the Ramayana and the Wizard of Oz hmm. and the story of flying monkeys. Mm, okay, and, and, yeah, and that exists in the and Ramayana. By the way, is one of the great one of the great Hindu myths. And in, that also goes to the idea that there really isn't anything new anymore it's or and there hasn't been in quite some time that as, as we said before shakespeare really didn't create any of his plots or that 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 um 
who's the author, Frank, um, of the Wizard of Oz? Uh, Baum. Frank Baum? Yeah. Frank L. Baum? Yeah, just um, took a really good story that millions and millions of people had been believing in for right. millennia right. and said, well, if it's good enough for them, mm-hmm. let's tra- let's trans- transmute it for the West. Sure, whether that sure. was done consciously or subconsciously, or it doesn't know. really matter. We don't know. Yeah. But, that, that's but there what are a lot of elements today. to it that would be almost plagiaristic if it occurred today, I think. Well, it, possibly, if we care enough about the other version of it. Yes, that's right. And if we don't, then we don't care. If, 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 if enough people even knew about it then. Right, right, which in, in, the, Here. in, the, in the English-speaking Here, world, in the English-speaking we probably world. did not. Right. right, most likely. So check out the Ramayana, folks, yeah, if you don't know it. I read know it in it. college, and it made me think of Star Wars. Mm, you know, it's that interesting. Myth, that okay. structure. Well, yeah. Star Wars is nothing new in Star Wars either. I hate no, to tell that. It's that mythic structure. Right. Sure. That's right. Um, yeah. yeah, sure. All of all of those types of things are. Not that there's anything wrong with that. There that is No, it, it obviously it works Why not build on time. really <laughs> fine structure? Yeah. Yeah. May, build on a good foundation. Enjoy it. Well, sure. that, that's always the problem. You yeah, know, when something you know, is that good, mm-hmm. you get people, yeah, let's 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 use it again somehow, which is fine mm-hmm. as long as you don't well, you've got to, you've got to bring, it. but you've got to bring your own you bring message your own. to it or your own uh, twist to it. Yep. It's, it's the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell, and you just adapt. Yeah. Right. That's right. Well, all right then. <laughs> Okay, listen, the way to get hold of us is oopscultureshow at gmail.com. And our Twitter handle is oopscultureshow. Whether this is the first episode or the third episode or whatever episode that you've listened to, if you're still listening at this point, I think you might like this. And if you do, you should really subscribe. That's the best way to go, really. Honestly, I know what I'm talking about. All right, so just subscribe through iTunes or through wherever you get your podcasts from. But do it today, okay? Subscribe. Thank you. I never got the fortune telling thing. Well, that's because they tell you things you don't want to hear. No, so, no, no. They tell know. me no. They they don't. They sometimes tell me things I don't want to. hear. I remember one time I went. I went on. I went on a fortune telling spree. Did you? I did. did you? I went to four different fortune. Tellers. I wouldn't believe anything he says <laughs> from this point on. In one day. <laughs> In one day, we went from one fortune teller to another. And the thing about it is this. Why would I give my money? <laughs> it's like we're, why would I give my money to somebody who, if they knew the future right. for everybody else, right. why would they be doing this? Right. And why wouldn't they just do it for themselves? Absolutely. Absolutely. So Just it's, it's go like, to the stock market like, and make a billion dollars well, and, and move on. Well, it's like this. That's the Instead same thing. Instead of you have like, this crummy little storefront. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the same reason why I don't, give, I don't want to give my money, the little that I have, to a stockbroker. Because if you knew how to invest my money, then you don't need my money. Right. You shouldn't need Just my money. Just go invest the money you have and, uh, and live yeah, happily exactly. ever after. Exactly. Right. Now, I know there are lots of other reasons why are, I yes. need a financial analyst. Of course, yes. I need an analyst. Yeah, see, I need you're a, believing in the magic. Right. Though, I need an analyst go. in a lot of areas. Right. But, <laughs> but, but, but nevertheless, <laughs> you know, why would I need a fortune teller? Why would I believe with a fortune teller? Well, but 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 it goes to so, so many other areas too. The the groundhog in the U.S. But the groundhog. No, no, but here's my point. Oh hold, wait, here's the point. Hold, hold on. Hold Tora, your groundhog okay, idea. Okay. Hold your groundhog idea. Yes, I've got my groundhog. <laughs> if, 
He's got no I idea. Forgot. He's got no idea at all. Nothing. Nothing. Why am I not surprised? I'm not surprised. That's <laughs> something to do with the fortune teller. Yeah. Here, and and here, you had to go to the groundhog, the and then it flew ah, out yes. of my head. Throw it on me. That's that's why I'm here. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll wow. just take my blame and move along. Oh, is it time for magical penance on my part it's, now? I think it is. I think it, it is, might yes. be, yes. <laughs> I think you should feel very sorry for me right now. Mm. What I was going to say, let me go to my groundhog, and you can sit I'll, over I'll there try and to get it back. magically remember what right. you have forgotten. <laughs> Um, the groundhog is, is this silly, silly superstition that came about who knows why, which I, I think it's simply meaning we took an animal and this is in the U S I do not know if they do it anywhere else in the world. Hopefully they probably do their own versions, but it's an incredibly stupid superstition. I'm sure the people in Puxatawney, Pennsylvania will be very upset about me saying this, but it's, but it's stupid. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Puxatawney. Uh, I'm sure you're all lovely people. No, I'm not sorry at all. Okay. Um, the, so if this if this large woolly furry rat, it's not that large thing. Right? Well, it's it's bigger than a regular rat, except some of them in New York, but but most of them. And if when that comes out of its burrow, its den that they keep it in, and it comes out, if it sees its shadow, it goes back in, and there's six more weeks of winter, supposedly. Well, well, no, not no. In there are six more weeks of winter, but That's, it'll be a rough winter or a mild winter, right? It's either gonna you're gonna get over and have a little bit what we would refer to as maybe an early spring. Obviously, this is only important to people living in climates that are uh, seasonal, specifically seasonal. So you, that's that's the idea. And if he doesn't see his based. shadow, or she doesn't see her shadow, is it a he or a she? Um, I don't. Puxitani Phil, I'm assuming, but it could be sure for Phyllis. Um, but or, or Felicia. Mm-hmm. What was yours? Felicia or Felicia? Okay, um, but it, it, I don't believe it is a it is a male, and um, regard, we'll use they and move on from there. If they see their shadow, and then then six more weeks. If they do not, well, then spring is right around the corner. Now, over the years, this has been shown to be utter nonsense. And it, it really isn't a, a safe prediction. Not to mention that like every little area now has some critter who is doing the same thing all on February 2nd, which is known as Groundhog Day. And, and that's when we bring them out. So is it, is it going to be right? Well, it's a 50-50 chance. You could flip a coin and get that. But they know there is a scientific aspect to it because if, if I'm running a ski uh, hill, mountain, I uh, probably would like six more weeks of winter. If I am looking forward to warmer weather and getting outside more and so on and so forth, I don't want it. So to some group, Puxatawney is going to give an answer that they are not pleased with or they're very pleased with. And those who are very pleased with at the time when they're very pleased with it, why not buy into it? It's telling me what I want to hear. Well, especially when authorities give it their blessing. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, the media covers this thing when they take the rat out of the hole. And, but they cover it for one simple reason. People, People are paying attention. It. If you don't pay attention, the media doesn't cover it. And that's the point. They, they believe it. And, and the thing about in, in, in Puxatawney, Philip, uh, Pennsylvania, it is a, it is a moneymaker for them. As you know, the uh, Loch Ness Monster is for 
um, the Loch Ness area of Scotland. Now, well, now that's another, you know, any kind of myth-making thing, you know. Right. There's a magical element to myth. Yes, absolutely. Right? Myth Yeti. Is, yeah, myth is a magical story. Mm-hmm. It's a story based on a magical, a fabulous creature. With, with a fabulous or, creature that may or, have threads of the, reality and truth to it. Or the gods, which is why the gods always looked human. Mm-hmm. When they were depicted, so that we could, so that the listener to the story could relate to the myth. Sure, right. Um, I mean, if you make the gods f- featureless or mm-hmm. looking like something else, if you made them look like a different creature other than humans, and they had different attributes, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of the Greek gods would be the satyrs would be half human and half um, horse. Horse is it yeah. right? And that that would give them certain attributes. And back to your point about the magic of charms and and animals having certain characteristics and animals being able to. So the wise fox, yes. the the oh the wise owl, the wise owl, the, the sly the fox. sly fox, right, right. The uh, giving them human characteristics, right. and you have the, not not to slander their beliefs in this part of the system, but the cows in India. And and the, the 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 relevance that they have to the to the greater mix, and all of these things intertwine. Whether they are based on more of of reality or stronger beliefs, I don't know that that it it can be. It's going to be dictated by the time element, and it's it's like if you asked me before, what would I bring back? If I'm going back far enough, I would bring back a microscope and slides. So that I could show people the world that they cannot see with their eyes. And when they first did that, when Luanoke did that, yes, you know, people didn't believe it. They, of course, not. they 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 sh- they jumped back in horror at what they were seeing on the slide. Mm-hmm. I still do, but that's a different story. Um, it's. <laughs> do you know? You know what those little things on your eyelashes look like? Well, that's they it. look and, like little rhinoceros. And, <laughs> you know that. <laughs> And this is not belief. I, if you I know, scrape I know. your eyelash that. right now mm-hmm. and put it under a micro on a slide yeah, under a microscope, <laughs> you'd have like these little rhinoceroses. Really, little yes. rhinoceri. Is it rhinoceri? Rhinoceroses? What is it? I don't, I don't know. Did I say rhinoceros? Grammar time. Yes. Grammar time. Everybody loves grammar time. Rhinoceri. Well, listen. Obviously, we've got a long way to go with this. Oh wait. Uh huh. Oh, licensing. Licensing. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. When um, we had grammar time and licensing in one swoop, there, it was big stuff. <laughs> when are we going to have grandpa time? Speaking of, all <laughs> oh, right. We forgot about that. Yeah. Well, we will do that. We've got an upcoming podcast. Actually, we're going to do grandpa time. That's uh, good. About uh, elders and and younger oh, right. and, and and youngers too. Well, so well, youngers, a, a, age, and how different cultures view age and that's aging. coming. That's coming yes. up. As well as you're going to tell us about New Zealand and your trip there, because uh, you a, have a, an absolutely fascinating culture and the Maori beliefs. And again, uh, here are Maori beliefs, and one could view it, it as superstitious, or one could view it as re- cultural, one yep. could view it as religious. Um, but they're magical because and it's certainly because not... many of them have no scientific evidence right. to support them. Right, and yet even just the microscope scope itself. Things that could have been happening that people said, well, that can't be real. That's the, that's not, the microscope may have said, but it is real. It is real. Right. It may have. And they did not have that before. So now all of a sudden you've got this tool that opens up an entire uh, galaxy universe that that we didn't realize was right there around us. And 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 science was saying, no, there is nothing there. 
and then you until see until they until you could see could it provide the evidence right and and then they're all over it and that's great that's what science does but it's but it's one of those kinds of things where you cannot necessarily just say well that's just superstition yeah or and, something and, along those right. lines and, because it, it might might not be and if you but if you do the argument in reverse it becomes difficult because because what happened was everybody there before the microscope was invented yes could not see this other world no therefore you couldn't make a case for its existence which is why pasteur had such a hard problem with that right. he thought that it was microscopic germs that were causing the illnesses yes but he couldn't prove it so people said if you can't if i can't see it if i don't have the evidence right then i then you're asking me to believe something I cannot see, therefore I can't do that. Except when people want to. Except when it's a good thing for them. <laughs> you know, right. If it's penicillin, <laughs> right. that's, a, not, that's a good thing. No, but then they'll believe in you know all sorts of amazing, fabulous stories right. that, that have absolutely no basis whatsoever, right. Right. but that are given by authority. And mm -hmm. then the response to that is, even though I can't be proven, I believe it anyway. Well, yes. So, and, and I, you look, know, it works in both directions. But I'll give you another area, too, another, another aspect of that, and, and then I, I have a fortune to tell here. Um, but, and that would be in, when we start talking about uh, UFOs and creatures from another world or outer space. Or, and in the United States, there's an area, a place called Area 51, which is supposedly hiding uh, people from other or creatures from other other galaxies, other planets who have come to Earth and they've been captured or crashed there or whatever. And and they have there. And that is to this day. Now, the fun yeah, it's thing called about New that York is City, the authority, it's where everything in the world is. is well, yes, true. Right. That's a, or that. That's Area 51. That's Area 51. But the funny thing about that is that people keep responding to that and it grows and grows and grows and grows in, in power. To this day, the Internet is talking about getting millions of people and rushing the place now. Currently, at the time we were recording this, they're talking about doing that. And 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 they're saying, oh, you know, they, that you can't do that. But if you do, we'll probably kill you. So there's the authority figures kind of verifying things in a negative way. And, and as opposed to the going, this you must believe, they're going, no, no, you shouldn't believe. And the belief is so strong or wants to be so strong that it actually takes it and runs it and makes it even bigger. Yeah, yes, I, I'm, fascinated, I'm fascinated with the fact that people will choose to believe something that they have no evidence for and then disbelieve things that there is plenty of evidence for. Right. Which only goes to show that the choice that's being made of what you actually want to believe in is based on not fact and not belief, but rather on fear and desire. And selfishness. Well, fear and desire, as you Which know, come that's, out of that. That's, that's right. Right. That's right. Absolutely. Which can be reinforced by the authorities. Uh, absolutely. Or, or denied, which makes our interest peaked even more. The, the 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 thing I'm uh, I'm going to now predict for us. Here. Oh, this is the, you, the, the, the 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 future that yes. you're looking into. The, uh, yes, the crystal ball. That's yeah, right. that's the other thing. A crystal ball. Yeah, that's, they're kind of cool looking. That's that a may charm just thing, be isn't what that it? Is about. Crystal and who had control the magical forces? Because I couldn't do with a crystal ball what the fortune teller does. With oh my a gosh! Ball. You know where we're going here? The, the orbs come become very big players in in different parts of the world too. The orbs. Yeah. yeah. But I'm but going to see into the future right now. What is your future? The future is that, that that we're done with this podcast today. So yeah. Ooh. Whoa. Do you 
amazing. Magic. <laughs> oh, here we go again. Ding. Licensing? Yes. Uh-huh. I know. I told him already, but okay. All right. Torin, we, I'm going to say thank you for, for your efforts today and your rabbit's foot, and I hope you have good luck throughout the day. Well, thank you very much. And, You're and, to you as well. And, thank and, you. And, and let me spit on the ground three times. Um, to get rid of any kind of horror you might be walking I'm, around I'm also with. knocking on wood while we do Are you knocking on wood? Yeah, I'm knocking on wood here. Okay. So, so anyway, that's, that's, that's magic for today. And magically, I am correct with my prediction. And, and this is the end of, of this particular podcast. And I'm Tom Peterson. And I'm Dean Foster. And you know what, everyone? Oops! Your, your culture's showing. showing. Smell ya. Just want to bother you one last time to say we're a brand new podcast here at Oops Your Culture Showing, and we could really use your help by subscribing to the podcast. And not to mention that if, if you hung around this long and, and you liked what you heard, well, this makes it just easier for you to get the podcast. They'll pop up for you whenever they're released, so you can listen to them on your phone or your computer or however you listen to them. And it's easy to get, too. Just Subscribe using iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. It really isn't hard, and we could really use your support. So, from all of us here at Oops, Your Culture Showing, thanks. <laughs>